wonder who he was playing with. I'll do it with a group of guys. The, the buildup is fabulous. Oh, AFG. Where did he catch you? I'll do it with a group of guys. No. Yeah. No. Uh oh, there it is. Let's go suck some toes. More teens are having fuck, having luck, rather, finding summer jobs. She calls me from the cold. Just when I was alone, feeling short of stable. All the chin tins. And all she keeps inside is in on the label. She says she's ashamed. Can she take me for Welcome, everybody, to the Pilsner Podcast, <laughs> episode 42. We are unoriginal and playing a 20-year-old song that everybody knows. My name is Tim, joined here, as always, with my co-host, Corey. recording all that when I said it. Yeah. I thought we were off air yet. Oh, I hope it picked up. I honestly didn't hear what you said because I was yeah. hearing music. It was just mumbles, dude. Like, wow. You get a dream about something. I had a dream about the podcast, and, and it was a really good idea. Brilliant idea that we'll talk about off air. I had a dream about work, and I got pissed when I woke up because I dreamed about work, and I couldn't log those hours. Hang on. <laughs> I also had a dream last week that that my son and Adam's son stole a, stole a car <laughs> from me. <laughs> that was a brand new car. That I the only I remember like being mad because the only miles I had on it were driving it home from Sioux Falls. What are you doing with a brand new car, rich boy? That's what they were thinking. It's under the future. It well, <laughs> it isn't a car that I would ever buy. It was a. Uh, I remember from the dream it was like an aqua blue Pontiac Firebird, a brand new one, and I don't think they even make that car anymore. <laughs> well, Pontiac doesn't exist. Right, exactly. <laughs> But in my dream, it was like a brand new Pontiac new body types. Brand new old stock. <laughs> yeah. That's a term I learned from American Pickers. And I remember, like, right. coming in my dream, I came out of the house and, like, see the car, like, tearing off. And I'm like, what the hell? And it was, like, middle of the night. And then I, like, see Joe and, like, what are you doing? He's like, I was sneaking out. And I'm like, who took my car? And he's like, Caleb and Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, that's when I woke up. And I was like. I remember screaming at him like, the only miles on that car are from when I drove it home from Sioux Falls. God, that sounds stressful. I don't want that kind of stress in my life. Yeah. I'm just going to not find out who my kids are hanging out with. Right. I don't want to have that dream. Uh, I don't think that them three would be up for something. Well, maybe one of them. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. But Notch it down to a golf cart. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, That's a dream talk. Welcome, everyone, to episode 42. <laughs> Um. Yeah, let's start off with the beer right away. We're going to drink our second in the Iowa beers and final. And I got a bottle read from Corey over there, printed out, ready to go. 
<clears throat> Iowa Pale Ale. India Pale Ales are turning into hoppy monsters, but our Iowa Pale Ale is more mild and about balanced. It has enough bitterness to match the maltiness provided by the pale malt base and gets its citrus zing from extensive dry hopping with Cascade Hops. This beer was first made in a few small batches as a seasonal in 2003. The response was so incredibly positive that it has worked its way into a year-round beer and become a favorite to many. It is an IPA. It is a pale ale base malt uh, made with Munich, caramel, and white wheat. It's got Victory Hops, Cascade, Zithos, and Willamette. Uh, ABV is five. Willamette. That's just how you say that word. Okay, thanks, Andy. Mm -hmm. This has been your grammar (laughs) lesson. Uh, ABV is 5.7. IBUs is 45. I wonder who he was playing with. What do you guys think? I haven't tried it yet. I like it. I love it when Tim plays drops and then just giggles to himself. (laughs) I think it's pretty boring. I'm not digging this one. No. I get what they're trying to do, but... Right. And I think they accomplished what they're trying to do, but it's... it's I could see how in Iowa in 2003, three, yeah. th- this, this was, was a great new IPA, but... Right. Yeah. Better things have happened since then. Right. <laughs> what does this remind you of? Maybe it comes in a blue can made down the road. Shells? No. Other road. <laughs> Laverne Road. Kick the can. That's kind of what it reminds me of, and I didn't really care for that that much. I like I kick the can better than this. I did. I agree. God, I don't. I, I wish you could buy one kick the can I, just to remind myself. But what this really? I mean, when I say a good beer in 2003, that's what it reminds me of is like the early IPAs that we first had, and we're yes, like, for sure, this is good. You know, because it was something different, and I would still like it's. I think I like it a little better than you guys do, but it's like I think boring. The way what you said, Andy, is a good way to describe it. I think it is just. I think we're getting spoiled, though. That's the thing. Right, it is a true plain IPA. It's not trying to be a hoppy. It's it's not super malty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Notice that. Yeah. By the way, next week we will have uh, the raining purple. Yes. From Mankato. I've been trying to figure that out. I, I was going to try to figure out a way to get it here. I've got it coming. It will have somebody it next purchased week. it for you, and you're going to pick it up. No, the the uh, liquor store told me what day they will have it in. Nice. And I gave them my number, and they're going to call me when it's in, nice. and set a, a couple aside for me. Perfect. So. Wyndham liquor is back on my high list. <laughs> <laughs> you go up and down a Wyndham liquor. Pretty <laughs> Yeah, you're in Wyndham a lot, aren't you? I just drive through there. For, I mean, work. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. He just likes hanging out. <laughs> Wyndham. <laughs> the only thing I could think of with Wyndham is, uh, besides it's on your way to Sioux Falls or Jackson, is like, oh, there's the Wyndham Area Hospital. That's the only thing I think of with that town. There's not much there. The, P- the Pomita closed up, or is now a Shopco. Oh. So I, I've never, like, paid attention going through. What's the, uh, they do the lawnmowers. They have a McDonald's. Toro, they got the Toro, Toro plan. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. They got a McDonald's. They've got a Hardee's. Don't they have they another? Got a Dairy Queen, they got a Subway, a Dairy <laughs> Queen. Yeah. Wait, they have a store that's called, um, like. They have a laundromat. What was the store I sent you guys that's, like, spelled wrong? Oh, fuck. I need to look they it up. Four dealer, don't they? They do. Yeah. I want to say they have another huge manufacturing plant, too, besides Toro, don't they? 
I don't think so. Out in that area, though, there's something else. Maybe it's just like a John Deere or something. It's dealer. They have a pallet factory, I think. And That's it. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny, guys? Because we figured uh, out that Adam's oh. microphone was off. Oh, it's, right. It's, it's not called Inspired. It's called Jesus. Inspired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Inspired Boutique. Like... I don't know what that means. N inspired, like E N E N inspired, not inspired. I, I I bet that this town is like they it was probably a serious error that they made, like in their paperwork. I mean, we've seen how people spell <laughs> like on now. Facebook. We just got to go with it. Yeah, exactly. We got it now. We put it in the Wyndham Gazette. <laughs> it's official. It's the Cottonwood County. <clears throat> Citizen is what the paper is. In oh, right wow. Really? Good okay. pull. Yep. No, they got a radio station, too, down there, KDOM. Right? Yeah, right? No. KDOM. Yeah. They used to be home yep. of the twins. I don't know if they still are or not. Maybe that's where Tony Iverson listened to him, listens to them from. Huh. Did you guys happen to read the Redwood Gazette this week? Speaking of newspapers. Going to go right into that. Uh, maybe you did see something. Let's just get into it. Yeah. That's what yeah. people are going to be here to listen It's a good for. transition. Here you go, Corey. Segway. You want me to read it, huh? So I'm sure everyone's heard about it, but there was an obit published in the Redwood Gazette this week that maybe got a little bit of attention. This is, this is national my, attention. Yeah. This is my neighbor. Was. Was. Yeah, that's a good point. She was. Uh, Kathleen Demlo was born on March 19th, 1938, to Joseph and Gertrude Schunk of Wabasso. She married Dennis Demlo at St. Anne's in Wabasso, Fine Church, by the way. Uh, in 1957, and had two children, Gina and Jay. In 1962, she became pregnant by her husband's brother, Lyle, Lyle Demlo, and moved to California. Hmm. hmm, that's interesting. She abandoned her children, Gina and Jay. Oh, my. Who were then raised by her parents in Clements, Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Schunk. She passed away on May 31st, 2018 in Springfield and will now face judgment. <laughs> she will not be missed by Gina and Jay and they understand that this world is a better place without her. Ouch. Thoughts. Yeah, it's, it's tough, but I think it's kind of funny. It, it, <laughs> it is. It is funny. <laughs> it's so, like, mean and... I mean, Gina and Jay were Last waiting, waiting for their moment. I'm gonna right, s- they I'm, were. I'm going to say this. Is there's a lot of backstory that we may not know. Or there may be backstory, I should yes. say, that we don't know. Um, I want to know, A, what happened to... Why did Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Schunk have to raise Gina and Jay? Where's Instead of the dad, like where'd their dad go? Yeah, I don't know. So why That's are they? A good are they mad at their dad as well, or are they just mad at Kathleen? I mean, what happened to the third son that was a product of right the brother, the bros? Also, the, the sibling cousin, right? Also, <laughs> brother cousin. Why did yes? <laughs> I wonder if it crossed her mind to not leave and just. How would the brother have ever have known that it... How would Dennis have ever have known that it wasn't his child? Because 
it's his brother's kid, it's probably not going to look a whole terrible different to where they could say, that's not mine. Well, maybe Dennis wasn't a very nice guy. I've, maybe that's true. So That I, could be a reason hope, why you want to leave your husband, which I get, but maybe don't leave your kids also. And maybe if you do leave your husband, don't screw his brother. <laughs> Yeah, just distance yourself from the whole Jerry, situation. Jerry, Jerry, Steve, um, Steve, Steve. And also, um, we won't talk about how on air, but we've heard like where Jay is at in his life now, and I think we all kind of agreed that maybe Jay is in a better place because his mom left and wouldn't be where he is now. Yes. So something to consider. Um, I don't know, but. I've been hearing a lot of people talk about this, and they're just, ugh, this is disgusting. It's like, yeah, be a better parent. Right. That's just what it made me think. Like, Well, that is true. Yes. It, I, I mean, if honestly, she straight up abandoned them for California while, well, like, had to grow up in Clements. Have you ever been to California? <laughs> I mean, is that what they're bitter about, is that they didn't get to go to California? <laughs> there was a drought there in the 70s. They wouldn't have wanted to go anyways. <laughs> Skateboarding was born in the 70s. Yes. Because the, the pools, pools were empty. empty. That's true. <laughs> but also California is like an enormous state. There's lots of shitty places in California. Oh, yeah. There's lots a lot of, of meth in California. Yeah. <laughs> Here's part of my issue with this. Is that they write this like, okay, she abandoned you. It happens. Does happen. Not to get too personal, but my mother's dad took off you know basically went for a pack of cigarettes and never came back right but even though it was 40 years later they she's not going to eviscerate him in his obituary right they made they like made amends <laughs> and you know forgiven you know whatever they reconnected later on in life and you know it happens i mean divorces and and parents abandoning kids happens all the time it's shitty and it sucks for the kids and stuff but she will not be missed and they understand this world is a better place without her they write this as if she was fucking Hitler or a child molester like this is an obituary you would write about the guy that killed Jacob Wetterling right he will not be missed and the world is a better place without him like a lot of people said had very nice things to say about this lady and like I said I she lived a block away from me I didn't know much about her I knew I knew that she was somebody else's in town sister. She moved back to town about roughly 10 years ago. I knew kind of who she hung around with. When you started this, you said she was your neighbor. Um, I wrote that down just to come back to this. Everybody in Sanborn is your neighbor. (laughs) Well, granted, but she was literally like, I could look out my back window and see her house. Um, So, I mean, to me, that's the biggest issue. And and then you don't... um, they imply you will now face, or she will now face judgment, implying, you know, she's going to be judged by God or Jesus or depending upon whatever religion you <laughs> believe in or don't. But they're saying that she's going to face judgment. Doesn't everyone face judgment but if you believe of, in that stuff? But one of the, also no. one of the, like, <laughs> one of the main teachings like, of religion. You can religion, be judged or no, good or I'm bad, not, right? I'm right. Not, but, I'm not going to hell. But I'm not I'm, going to heaven. But what I'm saying yeah. is that. <laughs> one of, also one of the big religious teachings is forgiveness, like forgiving your right. forgiving yep. sins, and they've held on to this grudge for fifty years. But then they're going to be like, "Well, you're going to get judged by God now." And, and come on, grow up. Sorry, your mom left, but 
like we said, you're probably better people because of it, so maybe you should be thanking her. Or I hope your dad gets the same sort of obituary when yeah. the time comes. <laughs> the story on that paper for later. I, mean, I saw you had a bunch of stories on that paper. What are the odds of a lady from Sanborn like going <laughs> national news? <laughs> An uh, article, an obituary in the Redwood Gazette Not going good. national. <laughs> Not you know good what? Odds. It's very, very small, right? <laughs> International. Like, it, yeah. I saw there is in uh, UK. In yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so my other, my other one more note that I've got on this story is something I'm surprised hasn't happened. With as many people, like we saw, well, Andy and I, you two aren't on Facebook, but this was kind of circulating yeah, locally on, on Facebook right. <laughs> before, like right before it got to be real big news. I think I actually sent Andy and them the the link to it, like on our group chat prior to it, like yep. becoming huge news. But was, there was a lot of like people like from the Sanborn Springfield area, like sticking up for her, sticking up for her that knew her. Um, she obviously did had people that cared for her and so it's kind of a shame that this happened this way but I'm kind of surprised that none of these other people that cared for her stepped up and wrote a real like obituary it's probably coming I would think yeah because I mean, she a was daily paper right I think there's one right. coming out tomorrow I think it's twice a week in Redwood Monday and Thursday yeah yeah so maybe yeah, someone maybe, maybe, maybe like someone will secondary yeah maybe one of these other like people that were part of I mean she's got a sister that lives in Sanborn I can't you don't move back to be closer to your sister if the sister is still pissed at her about this. Just imagine her sister opening up the Redwood Gazette the other day. <laughs> be like, whoa. Right? What? <laughs> Newspapers are still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> because the Gazette did take it down online. Right. But it is printed. And they're so getting calls. They had it online. Yes, they're getting calls. and They're getting they're calls like from like refusing national, to talk about it. national news sources wanting to interview the... And they won't even talk about it. Uh, you got yeah. just blowing that. Uh, you could turn <laughs> this into something big. Yeah, maybe the... That's some good advertising dollars from I'm all saying. that. It, it might save the Red Gazette. Right. Uh, I don't know that they're hurting, but... Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> it's a color paper. But, but I mean, it's a, it's a... They stated that it was a paid... The family paid to have the obituary in there. Do you normally have to pay to put an obituary in the paper? I think normally... Um, just from people I've spoken with, the I think the funeral home takes care of basically everything, and it's included in that fee okay. part of when the you're package. doing that. But in this case, from what I understand, there is no funeral or anything, right. which is strange because you would think that the people that cared for her Around. would still have like some sort of at least a remembrance, it's all some kind the, of ceremony. Yeah, I heard the cooker <laughs> going at work today, so maybe it was her. Um, there's a cremation thing right next door to where I work, right. and you can tell when it's on and when it's not on. It's it, it's loud. Yeah, there, I didn't know there was one of them in Springfield. Right next door to the lumberyard. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. On that side, we just built that what two three years ago? Roughly, yeah. Like yeah. right after the one it's in on Echo Burnt Down. West side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Back. Yeah. yeah. So it does make me wonder. Like, so we've heard that the Springfield paper refused to print the obit. Right. And. Yeah. I wonder how many newspapers they actually sent it to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. The because the doesn't Lamberton, does Lamberton sell the paper or no? Yeah. Let's get Jay on. Jay. Oh, that's her son. Oh. <laughs> Think you can make it happen? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what about, I w- maybe we should track down the rest of the family and see if anyone. Right. 
Hest wants to talk about it. Did you see, uh, sorry, side note, did you see our DMs who we might get on this week, next couple weeks? Yeah. No. Don't worry about it then. We'll talk off air. Um, well, now so, I'm going to look. <laughs> it's nobody, <laughs> nobody big. Um, uh, where was I going to go with this? I had a really good transition into this. You're so good at that, Tim. Yeah, but then I... Yeah, you know what? Let's talk NASCAR. Andy, you lost this week. Yeah, apparently. I was, <laughs> I was golfing. Okay, so here's the thing. is I still haven't watched The Bachelor, so I'm not going to hand out a punishment to Andy until I watch The Bachelor. I still have to record my podcast. I'm having issues with it. My AC in my car doesn't work, so I have to drive with my windows down, which creates a whole lot of noise, oh. and I can't record on my mic. I understand. Yeah. But it will. It's coming. Your mic, as in, like, your headphones? Right, that's... That's but how you're going to do it? Right. Flip that sucker upside down. Talk right into it. That seems like so much work. <laughs> I don't <laughs> to know. hold it like that the whole time? I'm guessing that's how you did it. My phone? Yeah. When, no, when, you did, you, my, when uh, you did your... Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I had my phone synced in through my like Bluetooth, so that way I had the microphone built into the car like right above my head. He has a car that's, old, that's newer than 2010, which none of us here do. <laughs> I, well, got, I got some... It was a work car. Mic earphone... That's uh, that eliminates all wind noise. Really? I'll give you that. You can sync that up with your iPhone. Constant eighty mile an hour wind. I know. Right? Like, yeah. Why not? It's like noisy. That's oh man. How much do you have to fill up when you drive with your windows down? Like, does uh, it mean, fuck with your mileage? Maybe like a mile oh, per gallon. So do you have both windows bad. down? Because sometimes it's a two door car, right? Or is it four door? It's a four door. So do you have all four windows down, no, or just the two front ones? Just normally? two, depending. Yeah, because you could lose and shit so, out the back. And sometimes just one if it's... <laughs> Have you seen his car? He'd lose a lot of shit. <laughs> There's a lot of shit. <laughs> Time to clean out the car. Roll down all the windows. Drive a hundred. <laughs> well, Andy got a new car. Speaking of you cars, yes, about yeah. It? I picked up a 1992 Saab 900S convertible. Oh, no way. It's fucking sweet. Summer. Yeah, pretty much. Did you buy that in Mankato by chance? No, I didn't. Okay, because there is a Saab convertible in, we, in Mankato. Guys, can Sunday we morning. enter the parade in Springfield and hang two <laughs> banners off the side of that thing? Let's do For, it. As long as it's not a picture of my face. No, just it'd be this whatever that logo. Yes, we can do the logo in the Saab if you want to. The Did best you part the about Bay this picture poster I might make. <laughs> Did you? No. Oh. Okay, but anyway, the best thing about the Saab... The best thing about the Saab is that it still has its, like, car phone, like, mounted in, oh. <laughs> in it. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. But... But it's there. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And, Andy, you can... You can cruise around town, you know, around high school, and pick up that phone and act like you're talking <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, just like, oh my god, that's so cool. Oh man, we gotta like go. We'll get speakers hooked up and we'll play. When I wake up in the morning and the pussy. <laughs> it's all right. Nine hundred times because it's like a thirty second song. Right. <laughs> I can't believe it. that song Let's didn't like. You know how, like, the Friends song became, like, an actual hit? Yeah, the Rembrandts. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, shit, we have to write, like, two more verses to this song. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what song like, from, from... I wish they would have done that to the Save by the Bell if song. If a Save yes. by the Cell Bell song was going to take off, it would have been the Friends Forever from the Zack Attack. Yeah. that. Yeah, my sister downloaded that on Napster and burnt a CD and listened <laughs> to that. <laughs> so, I'll, well, I'll put this out on the podcast, Twitter, and Facebook, but I have never 
I've known Andy for 10 years or better now. I have never, I don't, maybe have, but don't remember seeing him specifically specifically as happy as he is <laughs> in this photo with his <laughs> new car. Damn. Like, he <laughs> is just thrilled, oh, like, grinning ear that is to awesome. ear. Well, show him the whole picture. Yeah, here's, I wanted to show your face, but right. here's the whole car. Ah, oh, beautiful car. That was the exact identical car, only it was... <laughs> That I saw in Mankato. <laughs> that is... Oh, man. Only it was like a dark gray or something. Yeah. Andy was... I'm like, Andy, did you seriously get a new car? Because I thought, okay, maybe you, like, know the person. Right. And you were just uh-huh. like... Because you're like, new ride. And I thought, <laughs> okay, he's just, like, sitting in someone else's car or whatever. Some stranger had left it parked on the street, <laughs> and Andy jumped in. And like, you have a, an equally time-era logoed hat mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. It's like the the drink did from, that, like, the 90s. The, did like, that come with the car? No, I wish. <laughs> he found it in the trunk. Yeah. That, like, teal streak with the purple going yeah. through it for right. the listeners. Yeah, that's like that. You'd always get it, like, drive throughs and stuff. <laughs> but, like, because of the grin Andy had on his face in that photo was part of the reason why I thought, yeah, he's just... It's somebody else's car. He's just messing. But, like, I could just hear the excitement through his text messages when I was like, is that yours? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, is it a sob? It is. I could just hear him just thrilled to death about this car. So I'm happy for you, Andy. I mean, it, it's I not the Volvo that you've wanted, but. Well, no, I wanted that. Moving on to this. I still want a Volvo, but I needed this for the summer. I think it needs a little bit of work done to it. I want to take it into, like, a guy who works on old sobs. Just have him check it out. I mean, it got home from Lakeville to Minneapolis just fine, which is like a 40-minute drive. So, but Did you drive it home? No, I mean, back no, here. Back here. No, I did okay. not. So it's, it's a Minneapolis cruising car for now. For now. Yeah. Um, but Hey, you're going to be out of town that pretty, weekend. I'm going to be there. You want to give me the keys? <laughs> pretty <kidding>. excited. <laughs> it's uh, all um, like electric seat movers. Yeah. Which is pretty fantastic for a '92. It's got a heated front driver's seat. And you named it Bjorn. Bjorn after Bjorn Borg because Sobs are Swedish and he's yeah. Swedish. I got it. Yep. <laughs> nice. Leather interior. Leather interior, which is still Bjorn like fu- fully intact. He was a tennis player in the '80s. There we go. I'm like, I know this name. I just recently saw a trailer with uh, the McEnroe thing that Shia LaBeouf's doing. I knew I just recently heard that name. Yeah. So does the top is like automatic? You just push yep, a button, push and the top a button, goes and up, it flips, and up. it works. Yeah, no latching or anything. Just, just kind of like once it flips in, and you got two latches, you got to slam it shut. Okay. Is it a requirement to wear like the same? Like you were just showing off all your thrift store finds on Instagram. You got to wear like old old shit when you're okay. wearing that. Is it a requirement? I'm asking. Not a requirement. I imagine that the required uniform for driving this car is a polo shirt with your collar turned up, and then like the sweater with the sleeves like up over your hanging yep. over your neck. I can see that? And, and you got to change your name to Rick. And asking you know or Trevor. tennis anybody? You know? <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the acquirer is driving hat, driving gloves, <laughs> driving <laughs> sock, driving sock. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, most of those cars, <laughs> the really cool ones are like, this is an automatic. The really cool ones are manuals, and they have turbos. Okay. This one doesn't have that, but. Well, turbo's just another thing to go out. So. Right, exactly. That's what my brother and Sin said, and he's like car savvy. He's like, really, on a car that old, you probably don't want a turbo because it's going to get fucked up. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you, Andy. Thank you. Appreciate That's it. Cool. I'm pretty excited. That's cool. I can't wait. Maybe you'll take us for a spin in it this weekend when we're up in the Metro. It's possible. 
you should stay sober and just be our sober cab. I don't know about that. Hey, <laughs> hey, you should do Uber. Yeah, I think, you think Uber will, will let me sign up for. <laughs> I think at Uber, I think you have to have like a 2010 or newer, don't you? Uh, you probably, yeah, I think you do. Ooh. There is a requirement, but you could try to like put his vehicle on there. <clears throat> um. But they got to... Yeah, but, like, it says, like, what the car is, so you know what to be looking for. Yeah. Right, right, but every single time you roll up, be like, hey, my real car's in the shop. I'm in this white sub. <laughs> see how many creeps hop in with you. Like, I guess we're going to risk our lives. <laughs> Did you ever sign up to be an Uber driver there, Corey? You were talking Lyft. about that for a while. Wild. Yep. 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 I uh, got a little bit of stuff to do yet. Like, I filled out everything, got approved. And just got to send him a couple things, but I kind of lost interest just because I was like, I didn't want to, I was doing it on the couch on my phone, didn't want to get up and like, right. go get like my driver's license exactly. and that they needed. So. You would be, uh, like, you're the perfect Uber Lyft driver. You're the guy that talks to people. Well, like, I some love people don't I, like talk, being yeah. talked to. Well, them. I just right. mean like, I love it when I get into a new car and I'm like, what's up, man? Where, where are we going? What's the good spots? Where should I order pizza from tonight? And the guys will just start talking to you. I love Except that. Corey's not from Sioux Falls, so he won't know my, any of those my things. My plan is to do it in <laughs> Sioux Falls, to do it for like the big concerts that are coming through the Denny Center. Mm-hmm. And just kind of... Just when the prices are jacked up or the rates or whatever. Just go do it like one or two weekends a month if we don't have anything else going on. Do they on. have Uber? They don't have Uber. They just have Lyft out there. Okay. You could even like make a weekend out of it. Bring your wife. Be like Saturday night... Or Friday night's Uber night. Saturday night. We got tons of cash. Or I right. just be like, you want to go see Shania Twain? You go to the concert. I'm going to drive people around. Your wife would not go to a Shania No, she Twain wouldn't. Concert. <laughs> But that's just one of them coming up that I'm that's like. That's about the talent that they that they get there, right? They uh, get they've home. got they got Smashing Pumpkins. I mean, they got some pretty good. They Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. I was just gonna say the Garth Foo Brooks. Fighters were probably once every ten years they get somebody that huge. I mean, they had Garth Brooks Sioux for like Falls. seven days. No, Sioux Falls built a new arena out there, and okay. they're getting like anybody that's coming through Minneapolis is typically going through Sioux Falls as well. Really, Wait, that's but good. Smashing Pumpkins is gonna be Smashing Pumpkins. That's a huge get. Smashing Pumpkins yeah. is gonna be in Sioux Falls. When? Do you know if it's like a uh, like a like are they going to play melancholy all the way through? Are they is it one of those tours or is it just a basic? You don't well, know. this is the tour. Well, they reunited. I yeah, they're yeah. Just got together for a tour. It's a cash grab, I'm sure. One guy. You got to play the hits, the I would think. Yeah, you have to. No, I'm just wondering if it's like, are we marking an anniversary of like, did Melancholy come out in '98? Oh. You know what I mean? Because it'd be the 20 no, year. Then I think I Melancholy came out like '90. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say. I think it was yeah. yeah I think Siamese Dream was '94, and then Melancholy was '96. Yeah. Okay. Because a lot of bands do that, where they get back together every, you know, right. on the twentieth anniversary yep. of a record, they'll play the whole record through. Like I just watched Gaslight just played Governor's Ball, and they said they were playing the Fifty Nine Sound, which is my favorite record from them, all the way through. And they start playing where as soon as they get on stage, one of their latest songs from like two thousand fourteen. I'm like, what is happening? And they played like six songs. I'm like, none of these are off that record. And then they go. All right, then they start talking to the crowd. Here's what we're here to do. <laughs> Without further ado, I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> Everyone was panicking. Thank yeah, I was. God. Like, what is happening? And then they played like another six songs again after that record. I'm like, oh. so here, I'll just roll through them quick. We'll yeah. look at the big names coming through Sioux Falls yeah. this summer. Uh, June 9th, Zach Brown Band, huge uh, name. They're gonna like, they're gonna draw a crowd. Like, uh, oh, the South Dakota Cattlemen's Foundation presents Justin Moore. Never heard of him. I thought that'd uh, but, be a baseball player. But Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Okay. It's going to draw. Yeah, the, the Dragons. Yeah, I mean, they're like the biggest rock band there is uh, okay. now. Monday Night Raw. Yeah. That's big. Yep. Crickets. Big. 
No, I, mean, I would prefer to go there. But, hey, hey, the good thing about the Sioux Falls, I call it the Denny Center, is that it's a like a 12,000-seat arena. So, like, when we went to the Foo Fighters there, um, the tickets are generally cheaper than going to, like, Minneapolis to a bigger market. Yeah. But even, like, the worst tickets, you're, like, being in the upper level at the Denny Center is like being in the lower bowl of... It's like the Mankato Verizon Center. Yeah, it's bigger than that. But you know but what Yeah, I mean. yeah, right. Uh, we just stayed at a hotel across the street from there, so yeah, I can... Uh, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Soul to soul, too. Huge. Yep. Just got that email. I think they're doing multiple shows, even. Yeah. Uh, Def Leppard and Journey. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. <laughs> Sugarland. Pretty big country yeah, actor. Sugarland. No. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. When you first said Smashing Pumpkins earlier, I thought you were going to say Smash Mouth, and I was going to tell you how they couldn't <laughs> sell out Jackpot. <laughs> Metallica. What? I'm sorry, but Metallica is like one of the biggest rock bands of all exactly. time. Exactly. That is like, they're going to, those tickets are going to be like StubHub for a thousand bucks. Yes. Uh, Monster, I don't like them. Monster Jam. Grave Digger. Leonard Skinner. Rim Jam. Aren't they all dead? And that's all they've got booked through the end of the year. But Leonard Skinner is list for. I just heard the lineup for the iHeart Music Fest. Did you hear that? <laughs> Leonard Skinner is on you, there. Yeah, they're like Justin Timberlake, Mariah Carey, Maroon Five, Leonard Skinner, Kid <laughs> Rock. No, wait, no, that would have made more sense. Right. <laughs> it was like hip hop groups and like. Um, Pop bands or artists, and then and country artists, and yeah, Luke had, Bryant. Yep, and, the yeah. big, the biggest of the big now, and then they threw <laughs> that in there. Yeah, they always do that. They throw one weird act in there. Well, there's a lot of band, like they named like all whatever thirty six bands or whatever, and a lot of them I had never heard of, but I'm old for too. what for what the iHeart Music Fest. Oh, they oh. do like two nights in Vegas, I think at the T-Mobile. Okay, Center. yeah, maybe it's at MGM. I don't remember. Um, I remember they did it one year, and Fun was a band still. I remember them. Yeah. And they did a song with Queen, who was the weird band that was there that year. Yeah. And with they, Adam Lambert. Yep. But or no, yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, Nate Ruse of Fun, they sang um, "Can Anybody" that song. Yeah. Somebody to that one. Um, Which one? I don't know what Keep, it's. Was called. Fun the Keep band that did singing, the video yeah. on the treadmills? No, no, that's, that's okay, okay. Go. go. Okay. Yeah. But keep, keep on singing that. The we'll, singer, we'll Nate Roos, instantly. Somebody to love. I found out he, that makes sense. I was going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, turns out, sounds way more like Freddie Mercury than Adam Lambert does. And Adam Lambert, you could tell, was pissed because he was just showing off. And right. it's like, this Nate Roos dude is. He's got a voice. So much better. And he's been, like, radio silent for, like, three years now. No. I think he had a kid in there. He's just having a kid, you know. Collected his cash. Yeah, he can belt it. Yeah, and he was very good. And I'm like, Queen's asking this dude to go on tour. They should ask Nate Roos to go. But on Adam tour. Lambert's pretty good. Yo, he uh, arguably, he's, he's, I'm not. He, I'll he say he that's gets the, really good he's reviews. Got the showmanship right factor that, that right. Freddie Mercury had. No denying that he's talented, right? Personally, not for me because all he does is his big thing is that he can scream and hit a high pitched note. But that that's very impressive. But it's not entertaining to me. I'm just like, oh, okay, great. You can you can go. Ah. <laughs> <How does laughs> but that it called? sounds good. <laughs> Maybe Freddie Mercury wouldn't have been very impressive to you either. No, because Queen's music is good. <laughs> well, he's singing it. I know, but he's 
he does it differently. You know what I mean? Like I've yeah, seen so he's live not Freddie video. Mercury, right? Yeah. He makes it his own. The music's a bit. changed too. I mean, it's what we hear is all digital now, and I've seen auto, Adam Lambert live, auto tone, tune, whatever. And back back when Queen was recording their records, oh there was yeah, none of that. You technology. saw Adam Lambert live? I saw the whole American wow. Idol tour right. that season he was on. Wow, live. Chris Gaines was number one. I thought Adam Lambert won. They were counting them down. 10 through 1, and the singers would come out and do a solo set. And then Adam Lambert comes out, the whole place goes nuts. And it, Megan obviously loved American Idol, loved Adam Lambert and all that. Right, and Tim. She. <laughs> oh, no. And I hate singing shows. <laughs> I took her because I'm a good boyfriend at the time. And um, it's at the Target Center. We were in the upper, upper bowl. We just walked all the way down. Like, there, it did not do well ticket sales wise. But the place goes black and then all of a sudden like the video screens start like three two one and then he like rises up girls screaming like it's a new kids on the block concert right (laughs) he starts singing people go nuts like he's just feeling the crowd and everything's great i'm like all right we're ready to go home pretty quick here then the the guy who won i'm like oh shit adam didn't win that's right (laughs) (laughs) who was chris gaines you gotta live like. Oh wait, well, no. Chris hey. Gaines is Garth Brooks. Yes, it's Chris. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Chris, uh, the one he, Chris he loved, the bald guy, Daughtry. No, because this is the yeah. this is the Danny Daughtry, Goki right? year. Remember yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. Chris Daughtry right. didn't win though either. Do you remember? The I can picture him. He had his brother's initials on his guitar. Chris Allen. It, the one song he had was "Live Like We're Dying." I remember that. That was his one radio song. Because like it that was go, like I can remember that was like the last year that my wife watched it. Yeah, and that was the only year that I saw more than two episodes. <laughs> Chris Allen, boom, singer, it filled in. Yep, that was him, Chris Allen. No, never heard. That's not who I thought it was. Yeah, he's the guy who won. David Cook is who I was thinking of because his well, face popped yeah. up here too. My mom loves David Cook. Along with Lee DeWise, never heard of him. I've heard of him. Danny Goki. Yeah, I've definitely Ro- heard of him. Danny Goki really? looks like Corey. Taylor Hicks. Taylor Hicks, like the my, best. My cousin's He act. looks like Mark Cuban with gray hair. <laughs> Philip Phillips, the people whose parents were idiots because they couldn't think of a more clever first name. <laughs> all, these are all, this is the... Guys, look at everybody. WGWG w- problem uh, American Idol had. Everybody look right. up Danny Goki, and then everybody... They're all white guys with guitars. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw Philip Phillips in concert by mistake you one time. You saw Dave Matthews. He looks like Corey. I mean, kind of. Yeah, he did at the time. Uh, but we went and saw John Mayer and Philip Phillips opens, and I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. Chris is like, oh, he was on American Idol. And no, no, no. He's the guy from the American Family Insurance commercials. Yeah. You know that guy? That's what I was going to say is <laughs> when she, like, I didn't know any until, like, the very last yeah. song. And I'm like, oh, he's this guy <laughs> that does the insurance commercials. <laughs> Who's this? Philip Phillips. Philip Phillips. Oh, okay. I don't remember. The, uh, Ruben Studdard. Oh, yeah. Soulful. Got to get that album. Scotty McCreary. <laughs> Are these just all the winners you're listing? I have listing? his autograph. I bought just, one of those. These for, are just people also searched for. <laughs> you know, like I have up. that Scott Stapp picture. I bought a um, Scotty McCreary one was only a buck, and I bought that one too. He looks like such a goober <laughs> on the picture. I got to find that. <laughs> I was trying to find like the worst pictures of autographs that you'd want. Scotty, he made uh, an appearance on this season's American Idol. You've been so watching. you're watching. Oh, yeah, I watched it. 
It was de- decently entertaining. I'm um, very disappointed damn. in Katy Perry for looking the way she does because she used to be like my number one all time crush. And oh, I that think haircut what is what happened. Oh, now? I think her haircut looks good. Not into it. What happened? She's short blonde. Like short in blonde. L- like a little yeah. bit longer than my hair. Okay. Not much. Though. No, probably even shorter than your hair. Could be. See, I always liked her with her dark hair and her right ice blue eyes. Right. I got that Rolling Stone. I got that Maxim. Those were the. I mean, even if she had short hair and dark hair, it just makes her eyes pop. Anyway, no. the last two... You watched American Idol. The like, last, that's what I can't get past. The last two people, um, they announced that they were like a couple, On which ABC. was really cute. Aww. It was so adorable. Wait, ABC, so it changed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fox said, the ratings suck, we're done. And then ABC's like, can we buy it? And they're like, absolutely. And then they just they they just been crushed by the voice on NBC. So do they have? It was way better than the voice. So new judges. Yep. Lionel, Katie, and Luke Bryan. Two first names. Can't trust him. Yep. Katie Perry. Kind of two first. Kind of two first names. And Lionel Richie. Also two, two first names. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Uh oh. Can't trust that panel. That is. <laughs> Awful. What do they know? And then they combine between the all of them. Other Seacrest guy. Yep, Seacrest is still the even host. with all of his really? alle- or did, yeah, all the accusations against did him. Did they bring back the other guy? Yeah, he maintained through his allegations. Oh jeez. No, the original like from season one. Who's the guy from season one? Wasn't his name Ryan too? I don't remember his name. I always uh, used to think from season Brian. one. Brian. I thought it was Chris Hardwick for the longest time, and then I looked it up. It's not Chris. Did Hardwick. Brian Dingle? That's a terrible name. <laughs> but he willingly <laughs> he willingly Dingle, left. There are some around here. Yeah, he <laughs> willingly left. My wife's name. He was like, this, <laughs> he's like, this show isn't going anywhere. Tim Rebner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and keep then Ryan, I'm Ryan Seacrest became like the most famous person. He fucking works really hard. like so. He does a morning show in New York. Yep. So he does... And he does AT Top 40. Yes. Yes. And... Or AT Brian Dunkelman. Dunkelman. So I was close. I wonder what he's been up to. So he Probably would like do... Proactive commercials. Idol live in LA, and then take a six-hour flight and do his Red morning show. to get back for his morning show. Right. Isn't that fucking Why nuts? Why would you find his studio on? in Los Angeles? What? What's his morning show on? Like, just network TV. That's oh. what... Um, I had no oh, idea. Oh, it's a... I thought you meant a radio show. No, like he's like Regis and Kelly. Oh, like he's, he's on, like Ryan and he Kelly. Took, he took Regis's place. Yeah, wasn't Michael Strahan on? Yeah, that? he actually think he took, he took Strahan's place. place. But what's Strahan? Stray, doing like now? Good Morning America or whatever. Oh, holy crap! So he's flying Fox all Sunday right probably day. NFL Sunday. Isn't that nuts? Unless well, he's got a double. <laughs> less famous version of that. That's like, crazy though. Comedian Al Madrigal did that. He had something going on Comedy Central out west. And out east because he was on the Daily Show and his own thing he had developing. I heard about this on a podcast recently. He's talking about that. That would suck. He was explaining. He's like, Dude, that's a six-hour flight. He's like, you get sat next to somebody who's clearly like hungover, and you have to sit next to them, and just they're sleeping and just stink, and it's just he's like doing it for his kids, and then yeah, he's like, kids are kind of ungrateful. So I was like, fuck it, I quit the Daily Show. <laughs> Ooh, can I talk about Brian Dunkelman for a minute? Sure, sure. During his 2008 appearance on Celebrity Fit Club, 
Ooh. In which he won for losing 15 pounds. 15? <laughs> 15 like that's pounds. what it takes Corey, to win. You, he would have had to run a 5K over you. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and he won. He spoke about his reasons for leaving American Idol following its first season. He stated that his departure was due to the terrible way they treated the young contestants on the show, staging fights between the judges and reshooting contestants with producer-produced glycerin tears in their eyes. He went on to say that leaving the show was a mistake. However, one of the doctors on the panel uh, stated that he probably made the right decision. Uh, he went on to, he was on Howard Stern show in the same year, uh, admitted that leaving the show was a mistake, conceded that he did experience several months of depression and still harbored resentment against current host Ryan Seacrest. Like, Fuck you, Seacrest. But has come to, ster- come to terms <laughs> with his Fuck situation. Fuck you, Seacrest. <laughs> Could you imagine being him, though? Like, yeah. That was like the most popular show. I got a golden ticket. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah, and like, now he sees what Ryan Seacrest is, and he's like, I could have been... Seacrest. Oh, Seacrest is fucking everywhere. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like maybe they would have been. Maybe like their people would have kept them together as like a duo because of their chemistry. So like, it would be, you know, they'd be the Laurel and Hardy of the be the Brian age. Ryan show. Yeah, they'd be the Jesus and Mary crew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's oh. talk about twins. I gotta take a whiz. Okay. Um, Twins had a good showing. Eddie Rosario is the greatest player who ever lived. That is true. Uh, They won four out of the last five games. Yeah, and we're still on pace for like 73 wins. Yeah, but I still think they can win the division because the division's so awful. I just don't think we can because I don't think Cleveland's that bad. Cleveland is that bad. Cleveland's not that bad. Their bullpen's kind of sucky, but they will. Cleveland's still going to rattle off a stretch here where... They just have better players than we do. Yeah, but the Twins could rattle off a stretch. I mean, because of who could, they're playing. Could, but we don't. But they could. I mean, they just they just took three out of four from the from the Indians. Yes, which is huge. And then they took split yesterday with the White Sox, and then played that the White Sox mean, today and tomorrow. Yet that walk off from Rosario is pretty fucking yep. awesome. And then they have the. God, once we get Polanco back, we don't have to fucking play Adrianza every fucking day. Yeah, then we won't have Polanco in the postseason. Well, so? <laughs> it was a joke, Andy. If we get there, that's then we're doing just fine. Hopefully, Maurer can have, like, play baseball again. Uh, hopefully, they don't have to amputate Bigger's hand. Right. Yeah, I, think, I think he's done. You think so? Just, I mean, I don't have anything to go on. I just, that's, that's my just gut, feeling. gut feeling. That's uh, Morrison was just starting to play good, and then he got hurt. Yeah. Well, that's like a mild back strain, but with the Twins training staff, that's probably going to be a season <laughs> ender. Um, Our training staff does suck every time someone gets hurt. Buxton, they brought him back oh, off was... of a DL stint with no like rehab assignment to like get him back, and then he's playing with a broken, broken toe. toe. Invisible pain. You can like watching him on TV. You can be like, oh, like. He, he, his toe hurts. Like right. He's wincing. Yeah. But <laughs> keep trotting him out there. And it's like, oh, no wonder he can't hit. Can't hit anyway, but sure enough, he can't I mean, hit with a broken toe. Can we just fire Paul Molitor and get it over with? I think we'd all be happier. So they got today and tomorrow with the White Sox. Then they got a three-game set against the Angels. Good team. They are. Uh, then they've got the Tigers. They can beat the Tigers. Hopefully. And then they've got so three game against the Tigers, 
three games against the Indians. Tough. Or again, make up another ground. shitty team. Yeah. Uh, and then they got the Red Sox, and then the Rangers, and then the White Sox. I mean, schedule's easy. Very, then they got a four-game set against the Orioles coming up, and then they got four games against the Royals coming up, and then four games against the Rays, and then against the Royals again. So, I mean, the next month, their schedule is... Well, we better be at 500 at least by the end of that month. I mean... What are we, four games under right now? They could easily go win every one of them series, win two out of three out of all of them series. and That's gonna... not easy. Okay, it's very possible that against those teams, they could do that. With the exception of, like, the Angels and the Red Sox, you know. And the Indians. Angels and Elves, or what's that thing? I think you give the Indians too much credit. I don't think you give the Indians enough credit. That may be true, but I don't think you give them, or I think you give them too much. I don't know. At least we're hanging around and, like, it's worth watching. Yeah. That's all you can really ask for is, like, those last couple of years before this past season and then that one random season, like, five of those six years were just, like, after April, it was like, well, it's over. Like, we don't have a. Yeah. Don't. You can't even. It's not worth watching. So, as long as they stay competitive and, like, somewhat in it, that's all I really care about. So, do you have concerns about Buxton yet? Uh, yes. I mean, I just have concerns that he'll never be able to stay healthy. More health than talent related. Yes. Um,. You think the struggles at the plate are that he's had this last month are contributed to the broken foot? Yes. I do, too. Um, what about, do you have concerns going forward about Miguel Sano? I do, but they also related to health. health. They yeah. just, both of them need to get healthy and, like, stay healthy. And, and they, like, they've been, their injuries have been freak accidents. Like, his broken toe is a, both of them were, a broken toe is a foul ball off his toe, and Miguel Sano last year, Followed a ball off his leg off and his leg. broke it. Like yep. Maurer, that's again dealing with concussion issues. Right. He he probably never play again. It's I mean it's possible. Um Health is part of the equation, so in that sense, I am concerned. Talent wise, if they're healthy and in the lineup, they're they'll be fine. Um another player I want your thoughts on, Nick Gordon. Um I don't. I think he'll be uh, slightly below average major leaguer. You think so? Yeah. The reason I say that is because he's like raking in AAA right now. Yeah. And so I mean, he's obviously not hitting home runs because he's not. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. He'll be on the on our squad next year. Better one. One of either Escobar or Dozier is gone. Gone for sure. Yeah. And I have a question for you after this. So, better career. Or worse career than his brother. Um, or D s- or the same. Probably worse than his brother. I think his brother's had a decent career. I would say D's like average, maybe slightly above. I mean, he's had some good seasons. Yeah, he steals a lot of bases. I think he's pretty good defensively. What? I just you and I are sitting here talking twins and like Adam's visibly bored. Tim's on his phone. Yeah. Adam's got off his phone, but we're doing fine. Um, so you were gonna ask me a question. Little, uh, yeah, I'd say no, he's I'm fully aware. Some people like this less. Yes, less upside than his brother, but I could be wrong. Not, not they could not drastically different. Uh, I still would rather have their dad. <laughs> what about uh, Royce Lewis? I mean, he's gonna be a stud. Yeah, just gotta need some time. 
I got a question for you. Okay. So, at the end of the season, we have a couple free agents. Two of them are Eduardo Escobar and Brian Dozier. Let's say price tag is the same. Which one would you rather have? I think Escobar is 29 and Dozier is 32. Dozier. Escobar. Escobar, right? <laughs> it's crazy. You couldn't imagine saying that a couple years ago. You never have too many ads on your team. Right? You just need as many ads as possible. Yep. Dozier, I think, just for the fact that... He's so that fucking streaky, and he's getting dad. older. It's, it's, yeah, he's, he's three years older, and it's, it's more up or down. I mean, he hasn't done shit really this year. No. I mean, but you never know. He can have one of those halves where all of a sudden he hits like 30 home runs and a half. Like he did last year. Or was it two years ago he did that? I don't know. He, he, was, he does it. I know. What's going on here, Tim? <laughs> Just background music. He's playing the national anthem. We're not standing up and we're wearing hats in our head. Yeah. Do you guys want to be done with baseball talk? No. Okay. Do you want to keep playing music over our baseball talk? It's not over. It's under. <laughs> right. When you turn it up that loud, it gets to be over. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, a few years ago, you could never imagine saying that, but... Escobar has, like, positional flexibility. You can play him at short and third. He's not great at either, but he can do it, whereas Dozier can only play second base. And Ed has just been more consistent over the last couple of years. I would like to, so for next year, would you move Escobar to third and then put Gordon at short? And then who plays second? If Gordon can play short, I'm not convinced that he can. Or do you leave, but he's playing short at... Rochester. Yeah, but I think they're hoping that's like a pipe dream. Okay. Um, but I imagine him taking over second base. He's very, from what I've heard, he's very, I mean, I've seen him, but I haven't actually seen him play. He's very lanky. They said he's like all arms and legs. So yeah. they said it is strange watching him play shortstop. Right. I mean, if he can do it, then that's fine. Right. Um, I'm, I'm sure Ed can play second base too. Yeah. I was wondering if you would move. If we would get to the point where we'd move Sano to a DH. I mean, that's probably ideal for him. And then you move Escobar to third. third. And then do you still need to pick up a middle infielder then? Because whichever one Gordon doesn't play. Right. And I don't see... Regardless of where they're at, I don't see Dozier on this team past the trade deadline. Oh, he'll be on the team. The reason why is because... His lack of production. Well, that A, that'll kill his trade value. Right. B, even if we don't trade him and he does pick it up offensively and he signs a big enough contract, we get a compensation pick. Would you rather trade him for existing minor leaguers or get a makeup pick for him in a year, though? No, I'd rather, well, I'd rather at least, like, have the season play out with him on our team. I gotcha. Like, that has value to me yeah. in itself. That's understandable. If we offer him the qualifying which maybe he'll just take. But if he doesn't take it, we offer him the qualifying and he signs somewhere else, we get a compensation pick. That's what has been driving down the market for like people like Arietta and Lance Lynn and stuff is like they got the qualifying and turned it down and now like we had to give up like a third round pick to sign Lance Lynn or whatever. Right. Teams don't want to give up the picks be- and they don't want to spend the money because a lot of these teams are purposely tanking. Well, some yeah, some of them, but also it's like the play, like the players are all right, like Doja's all right, Lance Lynn's all right, or whatever, but they aren't like right game changers. It's not like oh my god, we got him, our team is set now. So it's like giving a pick for that is like 
So does this continually drive the market down to where like Bryce Harper? contract is going to be no big time players they're still you think they're still going to get the big deals they'll still get the big deals like people like the yankees and the dodgers there's kind of like a repeater tax so if you're over a certain amount two years in a row like your tax like starts skyrocketing yeah. that's why it also depressed the market this year a lot is because those teams are over last year so they wanted to get under this year so they wouldn't have a repeater when they go over and next is, year isn't there something also where the top like, well, just revenue sharing in general. Yes. So these teams that even if they put out a shitty product and they only win 60 games, they're still making money. Oh, yeah. Some money because they're getting their revenue sharing with teams like the Yankees and oh, the Dodgers and the sure. Angels. And I mean, they get cut. Like, there's teams with salary caps or salary. They're. What's so funny over I'm there? I'm just laughing at, like, Adam's pure, like, just look of, like, boredom as we talk their payroll is lower than like the tv deal every team gets cut a 50 million dollar right. check to start the season and their payroll is less than that 50 million dollars right but and in the meantime they're losing accumulating draft picks right and rebuilding their team from, i mean it's what the astros did it's what the astros did and now i think more and more teams are using that right strategy so Proven successful model. Twins have tried it. They did it for the last four years. <laughs> Terry Ryan couldn't fucking. They got guys like Byron Buxton and Miguel Sano who can't stay healthy. Oh, they just can't stay. Health is such a big part of it. Well, so we can be done with Twins talk if it makes you guys feel better. Yeah, that was a pretty good chat. Yep. Yeah, that was a good chat. Go Twins. Just keep it interesting. That's all I'm hoping for. Me too. Just hang around 500. Keep us within five games. Let's try this next beer. Halloween, right? Corey's not done with his first one yet. Oh, are we going to uh, uh, rate the this last beer? Or oh, yeah, we never actually rated it. I give it a 1.8. That's... Oh, I'm right there with you. I was going to say, like... I'll go 1.81. Woohoo. This I'm isn't going price two. This, this isn't price or right, Corey. I go two five. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, two is probably the most fair. It's good. It's okay, I guess. It's. Hey Adam. Yeah. Give me a quick swirl of that. What is this one now? This is the smoking hemp porter by Pearl Street Brewery. And it's a porter, and Tim poured a quarter of an inch in his glass. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to waste it. I'm going to drink that whole quarter. You're missing out. Ah, I shouldn't say that. I haven't tasted it yet. Should be interesting. There's no real read on it, but... Toss him that opener. Think easy, Andy. I know, get out of control. Their their reeds are usually on their six packs, right? On their box, which is sitting over there, <laughs> over where? By the fridge. Okay, don't don't worry about it. Oh, oh, I'm worried about it. Okay, you're gonna have to dig through on the left side. Oh, nice shirt, by the way, Corey. Thank you. 
It says 1987 and 1991 on it, for those wondering why. Do you know what Yeah. the significance is? Yeah. The Twins World Series. Okay. Yeah. I knew. Okay. <laughs> I figured you did. Is there something on there? There is. A couple I, things. I... Well, here's a little write-up on the brewery itself. Uh, back in 1999, correct? We've had one from these guys before, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just like a couple weeks ago, right? Lion, they found Lion, their own... The Wild Ops or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which was very good. Back in 1999, craft beers were revolutionizing America's beer culture. That same year, brewmaster Joe Ketchover founded the Pearl Street Brewery and brought that beer culture to the heart of La Crosse. He started in a small subterranean brew house on Pearl Street and eventually expanded to an old brew or old factory building on St. Andrew Street. But the one thing that hasn't changed over the years is a bit commitment to making great beer. He's the only thing that matters. It's that simple. We're inspired by good beer. Um, I have a comment regarding that, but I'll read the rest of this first. Another <laughs> Pearl Street original, this dark, smooth, and easy-drinking porter is brewed with cherry wood, smoked malt, and toasted Canadian hemp seeds. This annual release celebrates the Smokin' Bandits, one of the great bands to come out of the Cooley region. Their bluegrass and roll music pairs nicely with our porter. Enjoy it fresh or lay it down for a few months and see how the flavors and aromas meld together and get all complex. What was your comment on the... I saw Corey's face. I know what it's uh, going to be. We're inspired by good beer, and this one is not one. <laughs> I've just, I've never been a fan of smoked, like smoky flavored beers. Really? Yeah. I don't mind it. Maybe if it was I'm, like I'm on December. the fence on this one. I don't know. I mean, I like this type of beer in the wintertime, so Kay. maybe I would be a little more appealed to it in December, but... um. I don't know. It's just it's you can definitely taste this, like the hemp seeds, like this, right. the, the toasted hemp seeds. I mean, it's really different. It's toasty. Yeah. I like the it. Smoke. Yes, I like it initially up front, but then like towards the back, it like lacks something. But maybe like they said, if it ages a little bit, it kind of gets more complex. Because this is pretty fresh, a couple months old. Yeah, I mean, this is the type of beer March. you can lay down in your basement on its side, right? And, and it won't. If you ever do that, people, you want to lay them beers on their side for whatever reason. That's what they say. Um, but you can leave it down there for a year, two years, whatever, right. and it's supposed to improve or change or whatever. But Whereas, like, your IPAs, you cannot do that with. Right. You know why you lay it on its side? He just said he didn't. No, you know why? It's the cap. It's all about that. It's like a wine, too. So your cork don't dry out, and I'm pretty sure so the seal doesn't dry out on the beer cap. Oh, <laughs> possibility, I guess, yeah. He's like, no, that, that that's fact. <laughs> no, it's not a fact. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, I mean, wine is the same. You know, that's why you always... I also would in. like this a couple degrees warmer. Yeah, that's probably a fair statement as well. I don't know. The more I drink it, the more I'm like, eh. I was excited. I mean, it's like something different and new and... Yeah. Well, not new, but I mean... The front end is good. It's it's the back end. Yeah. That I just I don't know if I care for it. I'll give it a one. I want to get halfway. Th- I'm gonna finish this before I rate it. I finished mine. 
<laughs> hey, good job. You good pour, job, you Tim. You got that. yourself a teaspoon of it. <laughs> you got that I, quarter I had inch more of that hot sauce that time. <laughs> so what else you got on I'm your I'm going to go another 1.8. Yeah, I am. As of right now, I'm grading this a 0.75. I'm going to go 1.5. If that's all you have, that's left. See, I'm, I'll finish it, maybe. But I might I might <laughs> lower my score before I get to the bottom of the glass. So I'll finish this. Yeah. Somebody last night, I just checked the untapped, in Springfield was drinking the the Ska Brewing Company, Smodrinus or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so it must be around here now. Oh, yeah, it totally is. Uh, I didn't see any tonight. I was in the liquor store, so they didn't get it from here, but... Probably I mean, I can buy it or something. At the, maybe at the liquor store I go to that's next to my house. It's there. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Well, you'll have to show me where that liquor store is on this weekend. I showed yeah. it. To, I showed it to you last time you were up, Corey. I don't remember. Which you'll liquor store is this? show me so that I can go in there <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> uh, it's called Central Avenue Liquors. Okay, it's on it's on Central Avenue. Yeah. How many murders? <laughs> Yes, yes. Just like uh, South Lindale. Yeah, is, it, liquors is, that is, on South Lindale. is that where that is? Yeah, yeah, on Lindale Street. <laughs> um, it's not or huge. Where is um, but they have Avenue, a good selection. Nightclub and the yeah. 7th Street entry. What? Where's that at? <laughs> Downtown. What? <laughs> it's... It's what on First Avenue and Seventh Street. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wanted to play too. I guess not. I knew what you were doing. That's why I said downtown. <laughs> what? Now that was good. Sorry, Dad. I just got, I got nothing to add in. So I'll do like, you guys know where the Pearl Street Brewery is? Uh, it's not on Pearl Street. It's not on Pearl. That was a trick question. I wanted to see if you were listening during your read. I got a tour of that next time. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, one of the dumber bits we've had. <laughs> you know where Sanborn Manufacturing is? Not in Sanborn. Not in Sanborn. <laughs> what? Ah. <laughs> Taste the meat, not the heat. Um, right. Did you guys see that the Eagles weren't allowed to come to the White House? I did see that. You mean yeah. after, like... 80% of them said they weren't going to begin with. <laughs> the only one that was going to show up was, like, Nick Foles. We don't know that officially. No, I can... I want to come. Sounds in. like there was, like, 12 players that were going to go, but we don't know which 12. Right. Uh, I read on somewhere today that, like, Nick Foles was going to be the only one that was there, going to be there. I'm like, huh. And you just got disinvited. <laughs> I think it's He's awesome. probably pissed at the rest of the team that uh, he, he couldn't go and I'll... I don't think so. Did you see that? Then they they said that um, uh, we're gonna you know keep that Marine Corps band or whatever. We're gonna have a great celebration of America with a thousand fans or whatever. That's, yes, that's gonna be there. And like some of the fans took a knee during the national. Are anthem. you serious? Yeah, I saw that today. <laughs> and then they were singing did, what? Did God you, bless America. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. And he had Trump like it's like oh, I don't know. In Trump's words. defense, I don't think I could sing God bless America. <laughs> Same. But you're not required to sing it. Yeah, you are right, but He's I think not. I think it would be a bigger like if they did the national anthem and he didn't know the words to that. Right, and I don't even, know the words even, to that. Even America, the, well, not even the first verse, like the one that they mm. do. No, 
Really? Yeah. God bless America. Well, yeah, well, that's the national what, anthem. We're talking about say. the national anthem. Oh. I could do the national anthem. Oh, say, can you see? By the dawn's early light. What's so proudly we hailed. Yeah, it's about oh, where I stopped. See? Yeah. <laughs> By the twilight's eyes gleaming. Yeah. Not, uh, don't nope, know. I just know not to talk during that song. <laughs> yeah. Right. Stand and you up, take your head off and you stand right. up. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But did you see the Fox segment yes, airing? Yes, kneeling, uh, but they were actually... Yes, they showed a whole bunch of kneeling eagles. Not not the players, not real eagles. <laughs> not the birds. <laughs> kneeling. Uh, but they were kneeling like in pregame prayer. And they were using that as uh, examples of them kneeling during the anthem. Fox retracted it and apologized. When oh, as they, like, they apologized on Twitter, never on air. On their, on but isn't the, that what they all do? God, I'm so sick of media of taking things so out of And the eagle, context. no eagle yeah. kneeled during the season this year. I heard that too. Nope. Yeah. But so they were using images the of them kneeling while they were praying. <laughs> Propaganda. I, I want to say, though, because like, nobody wants to go, like, uh, like you saw LeBron today or maybe yesterday came out and said something to the extent of, like, if we win, we're not coming, and you know the Warriors aren't coming. He's like, and you didn't invite the Lynx to come. It's like, nope. And... It's like nobody wants to go with this regi- regime. They should just cancel it for the next, you know, three to seven years. I think back when you know Jared Allen was on the Vikings and the Vikings really sucked that year, and it was just they were just a horrible team. And Jared Allen was getting interviewed. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but if I could remember right. He said, "You just got to embrace the suck." <laughs> and that's what we got to do now. Fuck it, just embrace it. <laughs> Who cares? In a couple of years, it'll be over. Yeah. What? I know, but at the same time, it's like... Okay, I, but don't you think that regardless... Oh, God, we're going to get political on this show. This is the first no. time Don't you think that regardless of whether Donald Trump run, wins re-election or if a Democrat wins, do you think things are going to change Like with the culture no. and well, the divide in this country? I just know... It's just going to flip-flop who's pissed and who's doing the pissing and moaning on Facebook. <laughs> it's literally... I mean, we went through it for eight years with Obama where we had the people on the right doing nothing but pissing and moaning about every damn thing that he did, and now all it's done is just flip-flop, and the other side are the ones pissing and moaning now. But yet the other thing, too... Uh, Oriana rant. Here yep, we go. Rant. Rant. You got these people on Facebook now, these right wing people that are doing nothing. Like they're still posting stuff about Hillary and Obama. Impeach Hillary. <laughs> we gotta impeach Hillary. Like, still not your president. Oh, me- Mexican word of the day. Can we get more racist? Here's your Mexican word of the day meme. <laughs> Nacho, still Nacho president. Okay, yep, the election was a year and a half ago. Get the fuck over it. Like, grow up. And then they're still posting shit about Obama did this and Obama didn't do that. It was two years ago. Get over it. Like, just... They're still really hung up on Obama. They They are. But he killed bin Laden. That's a good thing. Nobody likes to bring that up. But the left is hung up on Trump, too, and Trump's a terrible person, a terrible human being. Um, I'll say this, though. He is, and he is a terrible human being, but I don't think anybody would have been as, like, upset if a different right-side candidate was in there. It wouldn't have been this vocal. You know what I mean? Like, nobody would be like, can you believe what John McCain tweeted today? Because he wouldn't be tweeting every hour. (laughs) I think that makes him worse than he... I mean, he's... 
on purposely trying to divide the country. Oh, for sure. For and sure. We've said this before <laughs> yes. that a two-party system is the most flawed system there is. We right. need to come up with something else. Because it's red team versus blue team, which jersey do you have on? Right. Because no matter, even if, like, look at net neutrality. That's the least bipartisan issue that there should be. Both sides should completely agree on that. It affects both sides completely. Right. And no, all the almost all of the Republicans, uh, the senators that just voted, voted against repealing it, which was so stupid. It's like you need the internet too, dumbass. Like, ugh, that, that's the, the prop. The biggest problem with the two party system that we have is that you've got. I just got into a guy on Facebook with this the other night. And I try. I've been trying real hard not to be political on Facebook because it just doesn't help anybody. Save it for your podcast. But <laughs> the problem with whether you're left or right is if these people that are on the extreme, if you're not 100% with us, then you're against us. Yeah, isn't like, that weird? It's just they're so blinded by political affiliation that, I mean, people in Alabama were electing a child molester, for God's sake. Yep. Because, yep. because, and they were one, they're one-issue voters. One issue meant more to them than anything else, and because that candidate supported the one issue that was the most important to them, they were willing to overlook everything else that person did. Mm-hmm. Weird. I mean, I don't give a rat's ass if a if a candidate is a Republican or a Democrat. I don't care. I want to elect the person that I think is going to do the best job. Right. Give me someone who says we should legalize sports betting. We should talk about marijuana. <laughs> You don't no. have to go ahead and legalize it. No, you need to legalize it. Because I know, I know. I'm just you need for to make our, money. For our listening audience, they're, you know, it's too soon. Yeah, for sure you need to legalize it's it. It's not too soon. It's but you get what I'm saying, though. It's like, even that's what know. I care about. Even if you aren't going to partake in marijuana, I'll never smoke marijuana in my life. But I can see... <laughs> <laughs> I can see the benefits to our state's economy by legalizing it. You've been well, through all the work. tax dollars off of it. This is crazy. Let's do this. Right, but just other basic things, too, like sports betting should yes. be legal. Now that it's open, we should be jumping on that. And tax the hell out of it. And, eh. and you make the states own the casinos. I mean, you know. Well, no. I don't know. What? Why Did, not? Yeah. That's how the states make the money. You don't tax gambling. You just have the states own the casinos. That's it. Should be that way. You're yeah, saying. but they yeah, but I mean they can't. They can make do some that because they have agreements with the uh, tribes. Well, that's because they fucked it up in the nineties and they need to take it away. Yeah, it would not be. Why not to just that. open it up and say, yeah, you guys can keep your casinos out here. That's fine. Yeah, but like now we're sticks. also going to have state-run casinos. Yeah, for sure. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I would vote for a Republican that came out came out and said, "I want to do all this." You know, that's, I, I mean, don't care. We're talking about fine. They've been talking it's for usually 20 years about like finding that. money to fix Highway 14. They've been talking for years about funding our schools and how teachers are spending their own money to buy classroom supplies. No, and they're not. Maybe not in Springfield, but I mean, maybe in other schools. Right. I mean, just, in, yeah. I mean, maybe not in Springfield or not, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, they're talking about money for education and everything else. <clears throat> And here's this big, glaring solution to your problem. But because you don't want to be one of the first states to do it, it's... we got to be the middle of the road. We can't be the last. But at the same time, why not, if that's your big concern, how about while you're legalizing it, put some like extra money into police force? Like, if that scares you so much, why not? Why? You know what? Let's get some more police out there. Because it's just... That's what it seems like. 
like they're so scared to do all these things, but like, how are we going to regulate it? How are we going to enforce this? All that. That's everybody's big concern. Just leave it be. Right. And it'll figure it out. Gambling destroys families. But you can go to any gas station and buy a lottery <laughs> ticket. Right. You can go to any any bar. Or Which is state run. Seven, yeah. You can buy 75, go to 75% of bars and buy pull, pull tabs. tabs. Right. I, you can drive, you can live pretty much anywhere in the state and drive less than an hour and hit a casino already. Yeah. So we're... What difference is sports book betting going to make to degenerate gamblers? If they're a degenerate gambler, they're gonna, they're already doing it illegally anyway. Props to Delaware, by the way, for legalizing it yesterday. It went into effect. They have three casinos there. And really? They all have sports books now. I would imagine if there had been more time in the session, it would at least like got kicked around. Yeah, but you know that it's Minnesota is going to be like 10 years down the road. I bet it. I give it two. I, oh, worse. No. I'll bet you, <laughs> speaking of betting, <laughs> I will bet you that we will not have legalized sports betting in Minnesota in two years. How much do you want to put on it? I, I'm on we'll Corey's side. Okay. I think, I'm not, I don't think two, but I do think five. I think ten's a little bit of a stretch. I think five years, roughly. Less than five. I think the states yeah. that get on five it in the first I mean. year are going to be the ones that... They kind of build the model of what states... No, are going to... Do the best off. Yeah. I mean, there's already right. a pretty good model to go on off of Vegas, uh, yeah, Nevada. What's, what's I was gonna say? What's that state out there <laughs> where like all the gambling happens? Yeah, right. I uh, can't. Um, gosh, <laughs> uh, is that? It's on do the you tip think? Of my tongue. Do you what, think what? that's <laughs> why we're that we all think we're all like everybody? The general consensus is that we are gonna hesitate to do this to pull the trigger. We don't want to be early ones. Do you think it, the reason why is because we don't have state-run casinos? What's the state going to see from it? Oh, yes. Everyone's got an agenda. Like, what's the point if the money's not coming directly to the state? Well, who owns Canterbury? That's what... I don't know. Not natives. Well, doesn't... And there's, uh, a, there's a place called Running Aces, too. Yeah. Doesn't Mystic or one of the... Right. Don't they just... They handle... They do the table games out there, I yeah. think, now that you say it. Because there's no slot machines there, I don't believe. I think it's Blackjack, isn't it? They've got a poker room as well. Okay. Yeah, they had a big poker room. But I thought it and they have was, other table games. I thought it was like a Mystic or a Treasure Island out there. That, that might kind be. Of I branded. think there might have been something oh, big when that passed. They were going to do that a few years ago. Because there's another one north of the city called Running Aces. That's the same. I've heard of it. They have a horse track, but it's trotter horses, and they have a big poker room and table <laughs> games. That's some great action. It's it's hilarious to watch. It's so slow. It's like the Spartans <laughs> it's going. <just> like, <laughs> <laughs> How, wait, wait, wait. Are you, is it like watching a speed walking race where they have to like always have one foot it on is. the and then the guy is like behind in the cart? <laughs> it's awesome. No, that's not entertainment to me. Speed walking? Yeah, you can bet on it. It's pretty fucking entertaining. <laughs> you can bet on it. You could probably you could be the jockey and be drunk and still do well. <laughs> now like, that I've gone on a rant and pissed off half our listeners about p- politics. I don't think how could they can be mad about that. No, nah, it wasn't really one agenda or anything like that. I just hate politics in general. I hate the two-party system. Same. Here's what um, our conservative group text just said. Wait, 
wait, wait, wait. Next, hang on. Next year, you're talking about for the bets and stuff having like a fishbowl that we draw one out of. One of them has to be you have to run for mayor of Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> what if you don't live in Springfield? <laughs> Just kidding. I think isn't that open for next year? I think it might be. I, I think Lowe's not gonna. Uh, oh, that I don't know. But the election, yeah. I don't know. Is it? Is he about ready for? What do we do? It. I don't think he's gonna. Try to get reelected. It then, hasn't been four years already, has it? Or do we only go two years? No, someone was just telling me this today. It was, okay. or maybe it was the city councilman, something like that. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> What's your group text okay. saying? They say these are all the good things that Trump's done. This happened independently of like just just came through. Just half. Um, for the first time ever, the number of U.S. job openings exceeds the number of job seekers. This is literally the strongest economy in U.S. history. <laughs> ISIS has been slaughtered. There's a record Dow. He ended the Korean War. U.S. is now energy dependent. Largest tax cuts in U.S. history. Um, those are the things the media does not like to mention. Yeah, you know... Aren't gas prices skyrocketing? The, They're the, fucking okay, terrible. So the whole Trade Korean right Thanks, Obama. That's the, the whole first Korean time. thing is interesting. Yeah, we're going to get a McDonald's in North Korea. Yeah, North Korea. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I mean... That's that's pretty cool, I think. I'm. It's good. It's a good thing. I think we need to. Just I am. I will take not deny over there. that Trump, to this point, has done. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> don't do it. Okay, Gordon. I'm not going to give. It <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> there have been a couple of good things that have happened since Trump took office. They named them. The economy has been pretty good. Unemployment rates have dropped. Yeah, but all those you can, but also you can skew. Of jobs. Yeah. yeah, all those things you can Maybe skew. Maybe people but don't the want a job. The North Korea thing is like the welfare. That's pretty part. fucking cool. It's I impressive. Mean, I'm still. Is it all going to follow through? We don't know yet. But this is pretty cool. Why? What do you mean? North why? Korea. Yeah. And South Korea coming together and coming to peace. That's a major thing. Fifty years, sixty years in the, yeah. in the making. But are they really, or is it just like for show? I well, think we it's don't for know sh- yet. That's what I'm, That's, I'm skeptical know. that it's, um, or is it a ploy by by the North Koreans? Right. Ooh, conspiracy. Trojan horse. Right. <laughs> See, here's what I think the issue is, that they're ready to give up their nukes in a slow manner, which is going to take more than eight years. Like, one of their spokespeople has already said that. And Trump's like, I want him gone now. And they're like, no, 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 no. This is going to take more than a couple of presidents in the U.S. to take care of this. Like, they're ready to get rid of their nuclear program because we're going to be giving them shit in the process. Like, they're okay with that, but they're like, we're not ready to just get rid of it right now. And that's what I think Trump is being a little bit more aggressive than he should be. Like, good for him for getting talks open up, but... You need to like slow your roll and set something up. You know, a lot. Was it even Trump that got the talks of North Korea and South Korea coming together? I mean, I couldn't. It's always a leader that takes credit, but it's everyone underneath that that did it, and they don't get the credit. Can we also talk about these tariffs on the aluminum? I was just going to say something. Driving beer prices up. Well, no. Outside of that, that's the thing where it's the first time a president has affected me personally. Like. Building supplies are going are skyrocketing. Yeah. Lumber right prices now. are going up too, aren't they? Like crazy, because yeah. we get a lot of stuff from Canada, right? And we just said so Screw the tariff you, prices. Yep. Are, yeah, the uh, the price I can tell you, which could fuck the home building industry, which yep. could collapse the. Mm, the old I can honestly tell you from experience on a job, 
that we had a contractor bid a wood roof for a home. Like a cedar? Yeah, like cedar shakes. Uh, he bid the job in March, or maybe it was February. I think it was end of February, beginning of March, he bid the job. And I talked to him mid-May or early May, and the price went from like seventy thousand to ninety six thousand dollars, simply because he said the price of because he was quite blunt that the tariffs have caused the pricing for the materials coming from Canada to go up so much that that's his price his labor rate was the same it was material right. price steel just increased that like went up that much. crazy yeah. like pole barn steel uh-huh. steel shingles all that shit well you're so are the I don't too. pay attention to the news but uh, are the tariffs like it's a trade legit? war he's trying to start no no I mean is it legit is it is it in effect right now I don't know for sure. I think a lot of it's speculation so then why are things going up speculating that it's going to happen yeah. so then don't be mad at anybody but the middleman that's marking everything up they're taking advantage but on, of everyone on the else. same course mm-hmm. I could but, also see but it we always up, get worried about the top uh, end. driving up prices at like <clears throat> no I see what you're saying recycling now. centers yeah. you know if you can, if we can recycle got steel and recycle aluminum, it's gonna drive the scrap prices up. Take a break. Okay, we're gonna take a five. Breaking news. That's it. That's your breaking news sounder. <laughs> uh, we've got an update on the Kathleen Demlo story. Ooh. Uh, Daily Mail talked to her son. That wrote the story. That's a UK publication. Yes. International. Fox News also has a story out there, but the Daily Mail one has much more information. Uh, let's see. So, the man who wrote uh, obituary of his own mother, so brutal that it went viral following her death last week, has revealed the abandonment, abuse, and heartache that lay behind his and his sister's decision to publish the notice. Uh, then it kind of summarizes the... Uh, the obituary, which we already talked about. Um, speaking exclusively to DailyMail.com, Army veteran and former professional boxer Jay DeMalo, he has actually changed his name. Wow. Uh, 58 explained why he and his older sister Gina had felt moved to publish such an obituary. You can't believe the dysfunction of the family, said DeMalo, who now lives in Avon Lake, Ohio, a suburb of Cleveland. Uh, they'll never know what we went through, but it helped us t- to write this. We wanted to finally get the last word. It was Gina's idea to write the obituary when she learned from a cousin that her de- mother was on her deathbed. She had no desire to see her, but asked for a picture that was duly published along with the words penned by her brother. The obituary, which ultimately appeared exactly as he wrote it, was actually rejected by one Springfield newspaper. Yeah. The, the, what? <laughs> the only one. The Springfield newspaper. <laughs> on the grounds that it was too offensive to print. After publication in print and online, it was deleted last Tuesday from the Redwood Falls Gazette and Legacy.com where it also appeared. But according to Damalo, who changed his last name to distance himself from his past and his family, his mother's abandonment was so complete that childhood friends have reached out to him on reading the old bit, shocked to discover why his his mother wasn't already dead. He said, I got calls from buddies who said, we didn't know she'd left you. We thought she died in a car crash or something. Damalo, a father of one, admitted that he and his sister, Gina, had reservations about going through with the obituary, conscious that it would stir up the ill feeling that has clearly stalked this family through the decades. 
Kathleen's surviving sister, Judy, which I mentioned earlier, yeah. has told the Daily Mail that her nephew's obituary was nasty and has hurt the family tremendously. Why do people want to talk about it, she asked. It's not important. For DeMalo and his sister, who now lives in Florida, it, it was, he said. Very important, and that some portion of the truth should emerge after being hidden for years. He said, not important? Sure. They have no idea what we went through back then. In the 50s and 60s, nobody talked about anything. Um, the picture DeMalo paints in broad brushstrokes is of a broken, dysfunctional childhood as he and his sister were pushed from pillar to post before being taken in by their maternal grandparents. He said, you could write it all down in a book and turn it into a movie and people wouldn't believe what we went through. Gertrude and Joseph Schunk took the siblings in after their mother became pregnant by her husband's, Dennis's younger brother, Lyle. According to an insider close to the family, neither Kathleen nor Gina and Jay's father, Dennis, were adequate parents. Uh, Lyle Shunk, Joseph's godson, another extended family member, spoke to Daily Mail and told them that Dennis and Kathy, Kathleen liked to drink and party. They took them in because Kathleen was evidently an unfit mother or something. She liked to drink and she liked to party. By his own admission, Damalo said that he and his sister were bad kids at times and Gina's troubles seem to have followed her into adulthood. She has twice been convicted of domestic violence and battery. But Damalo, a father of one, insisted that however however their upbringing and early adulthood were, both he and his sister loved their grandparents, Joseph and Gertrude. Um, he said he felt deeply hurt that they were left out of the grandfather's obituary. They said they left us out because they were mad at me because I'd borrowed money from my grandparents and hadn't paid them back. It's true, I borrowed $200 from my grandfather and I didn't pay him back. He loved us, but I was a typical teenager growing up. Uh, that's really it. He kind of talks about his grandpa some more, but it sounds like life wasn't, um, sounds like there was much more to this story. So dad wasn't a good father either. Dennis died in 2016. So that's Did where he is. Did he have an obituary song? <laughs> it doesn't say. <laughs> and it did say that she did come back to visit them after she left for California. So, huh? But I still have it. I still think the obituary was funny. Yeah, it was. At least she didn't have to change her last name. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Even though her son did. Keeping it in the family, <laughs> I guess, right? <laughs> That's a lot of paperwork. <clears throat> Finding anything else over there, Corey? I'm just seeing if there's any other details right. that are... I mean, geez, like back then, if Jerry Springer was on TV... Ah. But that's the thing. Back then, like people <laughs> didn't, like, didn't talk. Like When stuff like that happened, Like it right. wasn't talked about. So they're like... At least people should know this happened because like and that's kind it of probably it. happened back then. Like everyone was just like hush hush about it. Yeah. Yep. There, Jerry Springer was Johnny Carson. Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like the dad was a terrible person too. So neither parent was a, in a good situation, and people make mistakes. It happens all the time, yeah, still to do. this day, where people get into yep. relationships early, have a couple kids, and then realize that they're not good for each other. You just don't always see them running off with their brother. 
my wife's in the studio right now <laughs> looking at me like, you're going to be here forever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, here forever I'm in misery. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, earlier I brought up that whole Eagles thing. Yeah. I just want to let this um, pro football talk um, put out an article that basically uh, said what Philly's mayor responded to President Trump. And I thought it was pretty cool. Um, he basically said, like, you know, I'm, I'm behind these guys on the field and off the field with, you know, what they choose to do. Like, uh, I support them, all that stuff. And then. This quote here, disinviting them from the White House only proves that our president is not a true patriot, but a fragile egomaniac obsessed with crowd size and afraid of the embarrassment of throwing a party of which no one attends. City Hall is always open for a celebration. I just love that line because it's like, yeah, like you guys were saying, I think 10 or 12 people were confirmed to come and he's like, we're canceling. <laughs> yeah. It's too embarrassing. <laughs> and it is true. He is kind of a showy guy. No. So, with the way the world is today, with all the chaos, if you had a choice, would you rather, and you had to pick one, would you rather have been born 50 years earlier or 50 years later? Like in the future? Right. You're going to gamble? Um, Let's see, 50. That's too many years, dude. No. I'm, I'm all about the future, so yeah, let's go 50 years in the future I guess, because I'd probably be an adult during all the cool times, like... That's too far back. I think. How long is 50 years ago? <laughs> well, <laughs> from my probably, birthday? For, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have not wanted to be born in the 30s. No, that's what I'm saying. About 1966 right, or on but, but I... No, when you were born, though. What's that? From when you were born, 50 years oh, prior to that. I would have been born that. in 39. Screw that. I would have been born in 28, so I would have been in prime, like, fighting in World War II age. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, screw all that. I want to choose the future. Yeah. But what if the Which future... really isn't that far from now. It's only 15 years into the future. For me. For being bored, right. So, right. Yeah. What is yours, like 10? 10. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. <laughs> Mine would be 2039. But I'm just... But you don't know what the world is going to be like as far as, like, divisiveness. You and... don't. I think Whereas 50 years ago, yeah, we were fighting a world war, but you weren't you weren't exposed to you know maybe if things were as divided, it, you know you didn't have the social media and everything else feeding the feeding the fire 50 years ago either. I'm starting to That's like kind of out of sight, out of mind, ignorance is bliss sort of. I'm starting to really yeah. hate like the whole concept of social media. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, yeah. Just all together with it, even though. I use it every day and I enjoy most things <laughs> of it. But I'm like, if this didn't exist and I didn't know it was a thing at one point, I'd probably have a more fulfilling life. Yes, 110%. Does Zuckerberg ever shut down Facebook? No. No. Why not? Because no. that's how he's worth. That's how he's worth money. Okay, he's already stated well enough that he's got more than enough money than he'll ever need, and he's gonna give all of his money away. With the majority of it. If he's so concerned about where the world is at, what bigger gesture could he make 
than shutting down what has ultimately become the cancer of our society. But, yeah, but it, it's he's supposed all talk. to be used for something good, though, and that's what I think his true intention is, right? You know how I found Facebook to be much more <laughs> enjoyable? No, Corey, how? The unfollow button. Oh. And anytime people just post anything oh, I disagree Oh, they stole with. that from Twitter? Mute? Yeah, they basically. stole the mute button? Yeah. Okay. And now you can do it so much as for like 30 days, or you can just unfollow them. But... Oh, for like you, there's a time limit. Like they'll come back. You can pick either or. Like, like you can. You I don't want to. I know the royal wedding's coming up. Well, let's mute my sister. <laughs> yeah, right. for a week. Yep. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, cool. Exactly. That's cool. I like that. That's a good feature. No, like putting a time cap on it is cool. Like you know what, Grandma? I'll see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Mute. <laughs> around November I gotta get back on her good side <laughs> but could you imagine like using that November 3rd the day before an election you know and just muting people for the next 30 days because you know that no matter what side wins but is that what Facebook is with you guys because I feel like I don't know if I to if me I, it's a news stream if I got back on Facebook I feel like a lot of the people I would add as friends are like you know my age they're not they're on Twitter too they're not spewing politics on Twitter. I feel like they probably wouldn't be on Facebook either. Is that a thing of like older people? I don't know. Most of my that, most yeah. of my what I mean. most of my feed is not like people. It's all like that's why I got off of Facebook. It's all like news sources. Like I like pages, and that's how I like get my news. For real, it it changed completely. Like from when I started, it was so much fun, and it was us kids, and we were just like posting like you know Friday nights party pictures and stuff like that. Right, right. Then parents started joining, and then grandparents started joining. And I uh, accumulated... Well, they all wanted to be cool. Right. And Well, or they just wanted to stay in touch with their grandkids. <laughs> right. But I had accumulated, like, 500 likes of bands and movies and shit like that. And all of a sudden, nobody was posting anymore. And my whole news feed was just ads, essentially. It was right. like the yellow pages. I mean, there and, are a lot of ads now, like, but... Well, yeah. I meant, like, of just whatever you liked is there, like, you know... Like, if I liked Polyvinyl Records, uh, we got a sale going on in our blah, blah, blah. It wasn't even an ad. It was their status oh, update. Yeah, uh-huh. That's what I mean. I'm like, I, you know what? I'd rather see somebody's vacation pictures, but they're not posting them anymore. Later. Yeah. <laughs> delete, which is very hard to delete your Facebook account, by the way. Is it? It was easy for me because I never started one. Oh, my God. I deleted it, <laughs> deactivated, because they wouldn't let me fully delete it. And then, like, five or six years later, it just popped up on my birthday. And <laughs> Megan's like... People are wishing you happy birthday on Facebook. I'm like, what? <laughs> I had to like refigure out how to log in. I had to deactivate it again. So I'm sure in about five years I'll be back like, on. <laughs> that's not right. There's you no know, permanent delete button. That's I, not right. I want to my have shit that. wiped off. The I feel plate. like th- I feel like yeah, there right. is now. I feel like and if, th- if you do it on a desktop, I believe you can as well. It, well, I was on. Yeah, I was on my laptop. Oh, okay. I feel like they got a lot of shit about like not having that. So like. They added well, it. Well, they're at their commercials right now are hilarious. They're like, "We lost your trust, and we need to gain it back." That's like their whole ad campaign right now, and it's on during like the NBA finals and shit. Really? There's three companies that are advertising tonight's final during tonight's finals. Like Citibank, I think, is apologizing, and Facebook is apologizing for something, and some and some other companies apologizing for like data breaches, basically. And selling data, but Facebook just today said that they they confirmed that they sold a ton of user data to Hawaii. I don't know how to say it. A, a Chinese cell phone manufacturer. I'm like, wow. 
I don't really care if a cell phone company like sees pictures of me and my you know girlfriend at the time because that's what it was like <laughs> six years ago last time I was on there. But some people put personal shit on there, like their address. I right. never put my address on there. Whereas in November, I'm going to get that cool badge uh, from Twitter that's going to say, uh, happy 10th birthday uh, being on Twitter. I think I might just peace out right after that. I'm thinking about it. And just do the Pilsner Podcast account just to promote the show. Yeah. See, and I wish I could do Facebook and just stay on the, fa- the Facebook or the Pilsner Podcast account, but you have to have it linked to another account to manage it. So. Mm-hmm. I just like doing funny random shit on Facebook. Yeah, if I had like, God, if I would have stayed on, by now I would have accumulated like six, you know, five, six hundred friends by now because I would have been on since I was in tenth grade of just random right. ads. And I could just write the most ridiculous shit, and it's all to local people. <laughs> We're on Twitter. If you use the hashtag, it goes out to thousands of random yeah, people. Right. <laughs> I did some odd. Andy and I weird like went through a phase Saturday. where we were tagging each other and like weird shit on Facebook all the time. Just to I tagged you in a couple things recently. Yeah, you have. Every now and then I got no a... man rompers lately though, or Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> they haven't been showing on my feed. My thing now is to go on Twitter on our, because our Pilsner podcast page. I just followed like a thousand podcasts, and then they all follow you back. So it's all random people. I'll find popular ones that are like sort of popular. Mm-hmm. And they'll put something out there, and they'll get, like, three responses. I'll go into one of those responses, click that guy's profile, scroll down to, like, three months ago, and then just respond to one of his tweets. <laughs> <laughs> As me. like As you know, DJ like, Bad Boy Tim? Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, God, well, you know, I don't know, fake hypothetical. Like, oh, parents took the router to work today. That really sucks. I don't have the internet anymore. And I'll just write back, like, that's a bummer. <laughs> 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 and they're like, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Who is DJ Bad Boy Tim? <laughs> Which is, I should change my actual username. No, to that. you should not. Why? Because I love it. No, I should change my username to that. That's like my, it's spo- oh, you're supposed to yeah. type your full name. Oh, it's okay. It's supposed yeah. to say Tim Hillisheim there. Right. I'm at T Hillisheim, but I should change it to at DJ Bad Boy Tim. Right. Right. <laughs> yes, that should be your handle. Somebody called me that. Um, it was a, the first time I got, somebody yelled that out at me when uh, it was Riverside Days last year. I walked into, uh, uh, what's that bar? Gatsby's. I walk out on the patio, and I don't know who, but it was packed, and somebody screams out, DJ Bad Boy Tim in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, like, towards the voice, I just, like, lifted my drink, like, sup? <laughs> <laughs> like, you forgot the cigarette and the knife emoji, but that's okay. <laughs> it's such a dumb name. Adrian, pa- oh, Adrian Peterson's manager blocked me on Twitter, I realized, this week. Oh, <laughs> Do you want me to try to contact him for an interview? No. Because <laughs> I'm like, on? somebody, Adrian, retw- I follow Adrian Peterson on Twitter, and he was one of the people that, like, never posted really anything. And now all of a sudden he's been pretty active on there, so there's been a lot of Adrian Peterson things showing up in my time f- frame or timeline. Yeah. And then a lot of people, like, and he, what he's doing a lot of is retweeting where people are, like, complimenting him. So I've been spending a good chunk of my time this week, like when I've been on Twitter, like 
saying, well, what about the time when he beat his kid? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so all of a sudden there was one, there was been quite a few of them lately, that's things that Adrian Peterson has retweeted and commented on, but then like the link that he retweeted, it'll say this tweet, this link is unavailable. So I go on it and it says this user has blocked you. So I used the podcast account to go and find this guy (laughs) and realize that it's Adrian Peterson's manager that must have blocked me because I was talking badly about Adrian. Adrian. So. Well, you were. I was. I wanted to know why people just thought it was okay that we're just going to forget about the fact. Because that's what we do. Because he can run, forget. he can run really fast with a football. Not very well anymore. Not, yeah, not that but, much anymore. But um, he used to be able to do really, really great. So this one, I accidentally, I was on the Pilsner podcast account. This guy said, oh, "I was up all night last night. I barely slept." And I just wrote back. Damn. I wrote back. Darn. Darn. <laughs> so here's. Here's one of the threads the, that... I want to be non-offensive trolling. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to do it. Here's one of the threads that I had regarding Adrian Peterson. So this guy retweeted something that Adrian Peterson did and said, anyone that helps kids are the best. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> I what, ab- I said <laughs> what about the guy that whips his kids with switches? And he says, really? That's what you have to say? That's what these kids need. That's what these kids kids need. These days, maybe they won't shoot up a school if they get their ass whipped every now and then. Oh, wow. And I said, yeah, bloody scrotums really teach a lesson. <laughs> and the guy did not respond to that. I uh, wouldn't either, Corey. <laughs> I would argue that ass whippings encourage more shootings probably than they deter. Fuck you, Dad. Uh, I'll show you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, keep up the amazing work, AP. Keep inspiring. And P.S. We miss you in Minnesota. And I said, no, we don't. I could care less if that child abuser ever sets foot on an NFL field again. Um, Was he convicted of child abuse? He pled guilty uh, to it, didn't he? And served, like, probation slap yeah, on the wrist. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the whole thing. I'm just asking. Yeah, he, like, admitted to it and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> he was like, I didn't realize it was wrong That's to whip my kid right. with a cheap tree branch. Uh, my, my favorite one of the week was, though... Uh, so the guy retweeted, like, Adrian, it is our job, Adrian tweeted, it is our job to give back to people in need. I only hope to inspire this young man as the positive influences did for me on my journey. Let's spread love and not hate. And this, and then he had, like, a video of him, like, going and, like, talking to some kid. And somebody tweeted, this is why I have to explain why AP is my favorite player as a Pats fan, what a role model looks like. And so I said, what about the whole beating this kid? What about the whole beating his kid until the poor child scrolled and bled and then thinking that the Vikings owed him a new contract? That's not a pro athlete that de- there's not a pro athlete that deserves less respect. So when this guy tweeted at Adrian, Adrian, would you like the pleasure to respond to this dude? And I said, yeah, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and then after about two hours with no response, I said, no, okay, that's what I thought. But that was my favorite, where this guy's like, yo, Adrian, you want to <laughs> reply to this dude? So, fuck Adrian Peterson. Fuck Adrian Peterson. I'm with you. Fuck that guy. He played for two years too long on our team. Yes. We could have traded him two years before all that, and we could have got. Major we paid him way too much right at the end there. 
He was uh, worth it in his prime. He was we paid him awesome. more after he beat his kids and sat out an entire year for which we <laughs> yeah. paid him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, he didn't sit out an entire year. 14 games. He played the first two, if I remember correctly. Not good. Not well. No. But and I, I think... Well, he's always a slow starter for him. It was St. Louis, Oh, I mean, right? is that maybe because he didn't go to training camp? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. He's the worst. He sucks. So I went to change. He should get a bad old bit written about him. (laughs) (laughs) Like next week, hopefully. Well, I didn't say that, but (laughs) when his time comes, that kid who had the bloody scrotum is going to be like, (laughs) the world is a better place without him. My dad will not be missed. He abandoned me. (laughs) He abandoned me and my 17 other brothers. I was just going to say. say, And all 12 of, and all of our 12 moms. (laughs) (laughs) We live in a compound in Graceland. Um, went to Outlaws last night just simply to have a tap IPA and order food to go. And I was only there for like 20 minutes. There was a guy, um, a group of three guys, not too far from me, could hear everything they were saying. Uh, Twins game was on. We're down four rip. And uh, one guy goes, come on, Twinkies. And the other guy starts talking to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third guy opens his mouth, and that's when I learned he is very intoxicated. <laughs> I don't really watch the twins much. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then the other two guys just go back to talking about the twins, and then, and then uh, he's like, ah, I don't like the twins. And he's like, well, you know, there's other stuff on too. Uh, basketball's on right now, and he blurts out, "Fuck basketball!" <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking like. Family time right now. It's like seven o'clock at the bar. This guy is hammer drunk, and it was super duper funny. He's like, I don't care, you know. And he's like, If you like basketball so much, why aren't you watching it right now? And he's like, Because they're not on until tomorrow. He's like, Oh, they just put him in his place. Amazing! I'm just like on my phone, like not looking at anything but moving things around. I'm just listening to yeah. this guy. <laughs> like, yeah, I bet you he had a rough day today. <laughs> Fuck basketball! Just so, oh, yeah. just so much anger. Every word, like he would always start a sentence, just f word, f word, f word, motherfuck this, motherfuck that. Just I'm like, oh man, I'm waiting for racial slurs. They're coming. <laughs> and my chicken fingers came, and I got out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely heard racial slurs at that bar before. Oh, yeah. I know, but I'm like, if I stick around a little bit longer, mm. they're coming. Because he had another drink made. <laughs> yeah, he was having cocktails, and his buddies were having bush lights. <laughs> ah. And you can't get drunk off a bush light. I mean, you can if you drink yeah. enough of them, but... Right. right. You gotta go hard. Yeah. No, you definitely can. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> you can, but I went, there. I went hard Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> On Bush Light? No, uh, vodkas. Ah. Uh, Nobody's arguing that you can't get drunk on vodka. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What'd you do Saturday night? Went to a 40th birthday party. And, uh, we should have one for you. Shit. <laughs> we, uh, there's four of us, and we went to MGM. We're in Mankato. And, uh, we bought the, the, the nice big tall bottle of vodka. And uh, by the end of the night, it was all gone. And I don't. I all don't, four of you drinking off it, or did you drink yeah. it by yourself? Uh, well, the two of us kind of drank all of it, and the other two had like a couple drinks out of it. Did you go to the bars too, or not? 
Yes. Jesus. <laughs> Didn't make it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make it to the haze at night or Red Rocks? <laughs> we, we were staying at the old Holiday Inn Hotel. Don't know. It used oh. to be the Holiday Inn, and now it's is. like the... Mankato City Center Hotel? Yes. The yeah. Hilton? No, no, that's over. Okay, that's right by the bar, so... <coughs> the City Center Hotel is the old Holiday Inn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we stayed there. We got we got an Uber right down there. and yeah. They have Uber in Cato now? Yep. Real Uber? Yep. Nice, good to know. Yep. Cost us a whole whopping $21 to get from North Mankato to our hotel. That's actually kind of a spendy... That was including tip. Yeah. Because you pay it. all over your phone. Yeah, but with how much drinking tip. he was doing, you yeah, know, yeah, that's I'm worth it. well aware. <laughs> I'm just, I know I've been in like Minneapolis and taken that long of a ride and paid seven or eight bucks. I'll go from it was, Minneapolis from Acme to the U of M hotel. It was $11. Like, and the max tip was 10 Oh, okay. Oh, so you tipped 10 Yeah. You were drunk. Huh? I was beyond. <laughs> Max bet. Go. Let's hope we win, guys. Yes. I don't remember any of it, but I guess that's what happened. You saw the PayPal receipt the next day. Mm-hmm. We were going to the bar really close there after when we got back from, you know, the birthday party, which was fun. A lot of fun at the birthday party. I guess I was, you know, mixing my vodkas, you know, the glasses like this big, and I would... Pour it up, you know. Jesus, man. Seven A's full. And Why? then I pour in a little squirt, and I'm like, oh, perfect. Is it? <laughs> sounds terrible. It was at the time. <laughs> it was so terrible. It sounds like a suicidal hangover the next day. Where yes. You're like, I'm so depressed right now. <laughs> yes. Why did I drink so much? But guess what? When I woke up the next morning, I was still drunk. So, ha. <laughs> <laughs> no hangover. <laughs> but I almost made it to the bar. Almost. Almost. <laughs> Almost. We got back to our hotel, and we're like, hey, let's go to this bar. And I'm like, all right. And one out of the four, she already has, she's done. Yep. She puked. She was done. They took her up to the room. And uh, so we're like, let's get to this bar. And on the way there, I kind of missed a few steps, fell down, and puked. And... I don't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true Cato night. Cato is the Vegas of Minnesota. Like, everybody treats it like it's Vegas. Everybody gets shit-faced when they go to Mankato. It is. Like, whenever I go there, I am inebriated. And I guess I was like, I don't, this is just what they were telling me. I was like laying down on the ground, like reaching out towards the bar. <laughs> we gotta get there. <laughs> <laughs> Bar. Don't go without me. Like, We're going to leave you here, bud. Okay. Yep. The, tw- the, the Titanic music starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time. Far. I put on um, a couple years ago, we put a full night on and we made it till the you know last call and all that. And I remember all that. And then we walked to where we were staying and proceeded to drink some beer we found in Mike's fridge, which was like Houndstein, which we later discovered the next day was from like, like early aughts, like like twenty tens, twenty eleven, somewhere around there. And um, and when was this? This was a couple years ago, like two years ago maybe. Okay. 
Maybe it was last summer, actually. Anyways, I'll tell you off air the situation. And I remember the next day we woke up, a couple cans were gone, but then there was like that time where we got, that's when I started to lose my memory a little bit, is after we got back. I remember ordering pizza and eating the pizza. I'm like, but I know we stayed up, but I don't quite remember it. And I look, the next day there's just six or seven open cans that are full. You know, it's like, God, we just kept opening beers and set, taking a drink and setting them down and opening another one. Yeah, like, I, I know hate that. It. I hate it when we do that. Like, I absolutely hate that. Wake up the next day and he's Never like, done that. Oh, done that plenty of times. But I hate when I do that because you waste so much beer. You're dumping it the next day and you're sick. And he goes, he wakes me and Megan up the next day. He's like, um, we should go to breakfast. Oh. By the way, Megan didn't partake in this. She went to bed early, like she was like a good person. And um, <laughs> uh, takes us. We go to breakfast, and I am just like, ugh. And he's like, I'm still drunk, just like you were. So right. He's, he's drinking Bloody Marys. She's drinking a Bloody, and I'm like, water and two orange juices. I want to go ahead. Charge me for twice. <laughs> they're, they're like ordering breakfast foods. I'm like, I need two orders of mini corn dogs. I don't care if they're on the kids menu. Just bring them to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mini corn dogs are the best. They should not be on the kids' menu of anywhere. They're so good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was pretty much it. It's always funny how when you're out and you get to that state of mind, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that whole night. And then your friends start talking. It's like, I did that. And then you did it, this? Yeah, and what? it comes back to you. Really? <laughs> oh, really? No, but I mean, like, you think you remember it, but then they start talking about what you did, and you're yeah. like, oh, that's right, we did do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, good episode, everybody. Great we episode. Locked up. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll catch you guys next week for episode 43 of the Pilsner Podcast. <laughs>